0: Psalm 4 is, like a lot of the psalms, a, 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 a psalm or a, a discourse with God and about God. And, and that's one of the reasons I want us to spend time in the psalms, because that's what I want us to get more comfortable with. Talking to God. Talking about God. Listening to God. You know, have, have, you, ever, have you ever sent an email or, or maybe you've turned in an application, or, or maybe you just left a voicemail, and, and, and there's part of you in the back of your mind that, that's, that's, that's saying, I hope they got it. You ever feel that way? Like, I don't, an answer would be great, right? If they would come back and say yes or no, or we're going to do this, or we're going to do that that, that, that would be amazing. But, but usually, I, I'm not even asking for that. I would just like to know that they received it and that that they've read this thing and I'd feel a lot better about it. Well, conversely, I don't know a lot of times and so I get filled with all this anxiety. Sometimes I think the same thing happens in our prayer lives. Where where we pray and we pray and we pray and we pray and and, and we begin to wonder in the back of our minds, so is anybody listening when I pray? I mean, is is this really, is it it getting to where I'm intending for it to go? There are a few things in my life that continually drive me to my knees. Like I find myself praying about these things on a daily basis. I find myself pleading about these things on a daily basis basis when i talk to god and sometimes it's in regards to all of those things that that i just wonder god are you are you listening because the intensity of my prayers i know that's not what's holding us back in this situation right and and i'm looking for an answer i'm looking for for the divine hand of god in my situation and lord i would like a yes but i would take a no right but I just seem to be met with silence. Lord, are you are you listening? Are you out there? You know, I um, I almost you remember when Elijah was on Mount Carmel and the prophets of Baal were talking to their God and 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 Elijah he starts he starts to mock them and to make fun of them and he was like, well maybe maybe your God's taking a nap, right? Maybe maybe your God's just out for the day and it's I mean it. Of course, the prophets of Baal don't exist. I mean, not the prophets did, but Baal, the God Baal, didn't exist, right? That's that's why he's being being silly about that. But sometimes I wonder the same thing about my God, the one, the true, the living God, the creator, the sustainer, the judge of all the universe, and I'm praying to you, and I'm humbling myself before you, and and I'm pouring out my heart to you. And sometimes I just want to know that you know. I just want to know because if God knows, if God has knowledge, if, he, if He's hearing my prayer and, and He's not acting in the way that I think He ought to act, I, I can live with that. I can live with that. Because that means God understands something that I don't understand, right? Someone once said that if you, know, if you knew what God knows about your situation, then you would give yourself the same thing that God is giving you. If you knew what God knows about your situation, you'd give yourself the same thing that God is giving you. I love that. That's all about trust, right? And so conversely, whenever God is not giving me the things that I think He ought to give me or doing the things that I want Him to do, and I'd like for Him to do it about 30 minutes ago, there must be a reason. There must be a bigger plan that's just beyond me, and He didn't consult me on that. I don't know what it is, but that's okay. I I can... I can trust in those things if, if I truly believe and know that He knows. Well, here in Psalm 4, I think that's what the psalm is about. I think we, we, we've been talking about pleading to God and crying out to the Lord and the adversaries that, 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 have, come, that have come against them, but this idea uh, that the Lord is our shield and our protector... And, and so we, he, he, he gives us this psalm in Psalm 4, verses 1 and 2, and he simply says, hear me when I call. That's what I want. I want to be heard. I, I'm not so simple-minded that, that, that I'm, I'm going to go before God and say, God, you better do what I tell you to do. That, I, I know that, that, that's not how, that that's not how prayer works, right? I just want, God, listen to me. Oh, God of my righteousness, you, you have relieved me in my distress. Have mercy on me and hear my prayer. I'm coming to you because I have seen your hand firsthand in my life so many times. I have seen your deliverance. I have seen your plans in ways that were amazing in my life. And so I'm coming to you. I'm continuing to come to you. Lord, listen to me. Hear my prayer. How long? How long, O oh, you sons of men? Will you turn my glory to shame? How long will you love worthlessness and seek falsehood? How much longer are we going to have to deal with whatever it is that we're dealing with here? It's one of the great themes of the Scriptures. I think I heard a sermon uh, years ago. It was called, In God's Waiting Room. Right? we're just waiting and and honestly honestly when you look at the scriptures you can find that that God that God that I want him to zap something all the time and sometimes he can zap stuff right but usually God doesn't zap stuff usually God works very slowly he works over years he works over lifetimes and generations right can I tell you that that frustrates me? Right? That frustrates me? And th- he's just asking this question, how long? You can, you can write this down. I'm not going to give you time to turn to him. But Habakkuk 1 and verse, verse 2. How, O oh Lord, how long shall I cry and you will not hear? And even cry out to you violence and you will not save? How many times I got to pray this prayer? Now, do you think God heard Habakkuk? I think he heard him. Do you think it felt like God heard his prayers? No. He's saying, How long, how long till I see some, some action? This thing that I'm praying to you about over and over with great intensity. So, so when can I expect an answer about this? Right? That's a that's a trick you you learn after a while when you're talking to somebody. Uh, maybe even even when you're giving somebody a, a Bible correspondence course or a, 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 cor- a you know something to study, and you and you say, "Here's here here's your course." So, when can I expect to hear back from you? A week, two weeks, a month? I'm, I'll be very generous. I'm not even putting the pressure on. I just would like to nail it down, right? So that two weeks from now, I'm not saying, hey, uh, have you got that thing done yet? Because you had no intention of doing it, right? But, but, but I'm going to get you to give me a time frame. God, can I get a time frame? You know, those things that I've been praying and praying and praying and praying about? When do you think we might get an answer about those things? I'll be patient with you, Lord. Isaiah 6 and verse 11, And then I said, Lord, how long? Revelation 6 and verse 10, they cried out with a loud voice, saying, How long, O Lord, holy and true, until you judge and avenge your blood on those who dwell on the earth? How much longer is God going let, gonna to let people spit in His face, rebel against Him? I mean, the, 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 there comes this point, right? So when is it we, we read and we preach about this great victory for all of those who are in Christ and no matter what you're going through, that, that we shall find victory in Christ. So when can we be expecting this victory? Because it seems like the other side's been winning for a long time. How long? Isaiah, Isaiah says in Isaiah 40, verses 29 through 31, you, you know these words. He gives, he, God, he gives power to the weak. To those who have no might, he increases strength. Even the youths shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But those who wait, those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Who? Those who wait. These things hardly ever come on our time frame. And when I'm pleading with God, I'm definitely on my time frame. And the psalmist is saying, Lord, I just want you to hear my prayer. But you know, he says in verse three, but you know that the Lord has set apart for himself who is who is who is godly and the Lord will hear when I call to him. God hears your prayers. God hears your prayers. I want you to know that. Because if you know that, it changes everything about, everything about your prayer life. It enables you to keep praying. To, to be, to be that, that persistent servant who continually brings the cares and the concerns to him over and over and over again. This is God's desire. It's wonderful that, that, that we come before God and say, God, I would really like for you to, to help me in this, in this part of my life. Wonderful. God would like you to bring those, those, those concerns to Him every day of your life. Like that persistent widow, you remember? But if I don't believe God hears my prayers, I won't do that. I won't do it. I was trying to call somebody the other day. I called them. And I, and I, can, I can dog something pretty good, okay? I mean, I'm pretty good at it. And, and I called, and I text, and I sent an email, I called him the next day. You know what I did after several days of doing that? I just Whatever. I'm moving on. We get somebody else, right? Isn't that what we do? But not with God, because God hears those prayers. I have to, I have to know that. I have to remember that. So, so he says in verses 4 through 6, he says, Be angry and do not sin. Some of your translations may say, Tremble. And do not sin. Or, or be agitated. And do not sin. Meditate within your heart. On your bed. And be still. Salah. Offer the sacrifices of your righteousness. And put your trust in the Lord. For there are many who say. Who will show us any good? Lord lift up the light of your countenance. Upon us. This idea of trembling or being angry or being agitated it's all of those emotions that are coming in to the hearing of our prayers right and sometimes those emotions are are we can be angry at god and we can be confused by god and we can we, we can be we can be saddened by god and all of those things he says do do all of that but just don't sin M- my mind went to job right and, and and if you read the book of Job. Wasn't Job someone who was trying to figure out why God wasn't answering his prayers? Why have you not delivered me? I know, I, I know that I have a Redeemer, but but where, where is He at? And Job would ask question after question, and Job's questions were very pointed. Right? They were very, They were not vague generalities. Maybe he was talking about me. Maybe he. Job, Job was pointing the finger right at God about what God was doing and what God was not doing, and demanding an audience with God. We get to the end, to the end of the book of Job, and God himself said that even though Job's friends sinned, that Job did not sin. And, and my thought was, I'm not going to contradict God. I don't believe Job sinned, but I think he probably got close. If you read the book of Job, I mean, he, I, I think he gets close, but he didn't sin, translation. God wants us to ask those hard questions. God's okay with that. He's not not scared by by the hard questions. He's he's, he's, he's not scared by by, by the questions that we don't know the answer to and that are going to be difficult to understand and difficult to, to accept. So it's okay to be angry. It's okay to be filled with emotion and to be agitated. And Lord, why are you not answering these things? Just don't sin. Don't allow these things to drive you to sin. Sometimes people... Take that step and, well, God's not doing what I want him to do, therefore I'm going to do what I want to do, which leads them to sin. Meditate within your heart on your bed and be still. I want you to think about it. I want you to think about it and think about it and think about it until you can come to this place of peace. A lot of people don't have peace because they refuse to think about it. To be still and to know that I am God. We'll get there later, later in the Psalms, right? You keep offering your sacrifices of righteousness. Man, keep, keep doing what you're doing, but trust in the Lord. The Lord will lift us up. You keep doing what you're doing, but don't stop trusting in the Lord. For he says, for you, for you have put gladness in my heart. More than in a season that, that their grain and their wine increased. For I will both lie down in peace and sleep. For you alone, O oh Lord, make me dwell in safety. Lord, you are the one who will put gladness in my heart more than simply me getting everything that I want. We, we always think that's how, how we'll find joy in life, isn't it? And peace and contentment. Yeah, yeah, the The Christmas season is something that Helps us to see the, the, the frailty of this thinking. Sometimes uh, uh, around the Christmas season, do you ever get everything that you wanted? Do, do, do your children or your grandchildren sometimes, they get everything that they wanted, everything that was on their list. And you can debate whether that's a good or a bad thing or not. I'm just saying it goes on a lot, right? It goes on a lot. And you say, I, I mean, I, I, I don't even know what else they could ask for. And we're, we're, we're so spoiled in those things. And then all of a sudden, later later in that day, that same child who has just received every possible gift that you think they could ever receive, all of a sudden, they're bored. They're fighting with their sister. They're in a bad mood. What in the world? Look at you, just got off. He says, no, no, no. God gives you something better than that. God, this is that gladness that we come to. where, where, Where we find our Our peace, Paul talks about it and he says it's a peace that passes understanding. We all understand, here's a piece of candy, be happy about it. We understand that. But but we're talking about, we're talking about there is no candy, but I still have joy. To, To the point, he says, that I can lie down, I can lie down in peace and sleep. Why? Because I know that God has heard my prayer. I know that He is, and that He is a rewarder of those who seek Him. I know that He has something to do with my life, and He makes me to dwell in safety. Whether I understand all the details or not, sometimes, sometimes I would say the most godly thing that you could do in, in, in a given situation is to lay your head down on your pillow, close your eyes and go to sleep knowing that God is in control. Now, that's easy to say and hard to do. But when you can do that, that is the peace of God. God's in control. The whole world, I don't know what's going to happen in the world. God does. He's not overwhelmed. God's not overwhelmed by the stuff in the Middle East. God's not overwhelmed by our political situation. God's not overwhelmed by this stuff that's going on in my family. By way, Those are all real things, right? Those are things that can, I mean, they can make you lay awake at night thinking, what in the world are we going to do? God says, why don't you go to sleep? Why don't you trust me? I heard your prayer. I heard your prayer, and like a good father, I I want to give you good things. I may not give you everything that you want, because honestly, if life has taught me anything, there have been a lot of things that I really wanted that I thought were good that would have been really bad if I'd gotten them, right? So I'm going to trust in God, and I'm going to go to sleep knowing that God is in control. For you alone make me dwell in safety. That's what the psalm's about. I pray and I pray and I pray. And I wonder, God, do you hear me? He says, I hear you. I hear your prayers. I hear the anxieties and the burdens of your heart. I know that they are real. I know that they are pressing upon you. And I want you to know that you can trust me. That's where peace comes from. And you won't find peace anywhere besides that. You may try to find it other places. I have. <laughs> I've, I've tried to find plenty of peace by trying to take control of everything. All that does is make me more anxious. I'm just going to trust in the Lord. That's what David had to understand. That's what we have to understand. Let's have a word of prayer, and then we'll extend the invitation. Dear God, Lord, we come before you tonight... We come before you with our burdens, with our anxieties, with our difficulties in life. And, Lord, we we ask that you would listen to us. We ask that you would hear us when we pray. You are the God of our righteousness. You are the one who has delivered us from distress so many times in this life. You have taken my life in situations that I saw no hope in, that I saw no answers in. And you have shined light into those moments. And so, Lord, we ask that you would continue to be gracious to us and hear our prayers. Lord, we struggle. We struggle with the timing. We want, we want your action, we want your hand, we want results immediately. And Lord, we do not understand why you delay at times. We do not understand why you delay. Even your coming into this world again. But we trust in you. We trust in you. And Lord, we know that as we bring these burdens and these cares before you, that you hear us. And so we tremble. We become anxious. But Lord, we pray that those things would not lead us to sin. That that a lack of understanding on our part would not lead us to sin against You. But Lord, we pray and we meditate and we think about Your Word and Your will and Your plans so that we truly might be a people that can be still in the midst of the storms of life and simply know that You are God, that we would continue to worship and to praise You and that nothing will stand in our way because of the trust that we have in You. Lord, may we be a people. May we be a people that no matter what is going on in our lives can lay down at night, that we can put our head upon our pillow and we can sleep. Not because all of our problems are gone, Lord, but simply because we have given them to you and we trust in you. We trust in you alone. To make us dwell in safety you are our God and we are your people and we are grateful for your son Jesus it's in, and it's in his name that we pray I don't know what you're praying about but I hope you're praying I hope, I hope that you're taking every burden of your heart and you're casting it upon the Lord I hope that you're taking even your own sin and going to the Lord with it. That's what the invitation is about, isn't it? Don't stop doing that. Because there is where you will find peace and nowhere else. Friends, if you have need to be baptized, a need to repent, a need simply to say, pray for me. If you have that need tonight, we just ask that you would come as we stand and as we sing.